Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists, Brad Ellis. NFTs. Michael Huber. The Matrix. And my youthful and vibrant co-moderator, Daniel Bloodworth. The Gunk. Whoa. Make it all happen in the control room. I'll Hank. Are we saying things we like or don't like? I don't, <laughs> don't, I don't know. I think that's I the like challenge. Yeah. We're just, I just, Both? whatever. Topical. Matrix. Pollution. <laughs> Distinguished guests, we are here to talk about some of the biggest headlines in the world of video games. But before we do that, we have to go through a doozy of a corrections list. Maybe the biggest I have ever read in my time here as moderator oh, of this podcast. There was a certain it was person a two and a half hour oh, loopy nice. Bossman oh. episode. Yeah. Oh, that explains it. That was chaos. Buckle up. Isla, begin corrections music, please. The poem by Clement C. Moore, commonly known as The Night Before Christmas, is actually titled what? Anybody? Anybody? I saw the correction. A Visit from St. Nicholas. I did not know that. Uh, GTA 5 was released in September of 2013, not 2015. I have remembered that incorrectly for a long time. Wow. (laughs) Eight years. Almost. Yes. I just know because that's when The Last of Us came. Eight, almost nine. Wow. (laughs) Kalashnikov. I said Kalashnikov. Of course. Maybe more of a U.S. way of saying it. Uh, I also called him an arms dealer, which is an embellishment. I apologize. Somebody comments like, hey. I'm like, I was was being cheeky, but uh, yeah. Arms manufacturer. Fallout 4 has the same name pronunciation feature as Forza. Confirmation from more than one comment of people who are like, I didn't give them anything, and they said my name out loud. Mm, Um, So weird. The contract is the fourth story-driven major update to GT Online, which we didn't say specifically. I don't... I don't think I was saying this is the first story thing because yeah, the Kyoperico and there's, yes, there's been a lot of things. Yeah, I have checked out, but, but uh, Franklin. We were talking about the emphasis like a main character though, right? It's Eno's father that is jacked into the Shinobi VR-like communication headset. What did you say? In what? What did you do here? Were you, you guys something Naruto here? wrong? That's the question, Island. It's Naruto. Okay. It's Eno's dad. Okay, there we go. We did it. That's right. Moving on. This is my bad. Austin Powers uh, lost his mojo in the second movie. Damn, that's the second one? The second movie, not All the right. third. All right, that's my fault. That's my the fault. two most corrected mistakes we made were the release date of GTA V and Austin Powers losing his mojo in the second film, not the third. Okay. Uh, EA Motives last Star Wars game totally came out. It was Squadrons, and they did Battlefront yeah. 2 before that. Well, we know that came out, but they it was were working one that was on canceled? The, the leftovers oh. of the, the Hennig one, too, at some point. Didn't get, yeah, didn't get a, long, a long time to work on that one. Sonic Mania team reformed as Evening Star and are working on a new IP. So Ooh. might not be all of them, but uh, nice. they are doing a new thing. Japan enacted a new series of travel restrictions at the end of November. It's incredibly difficult to get in and out of the country at this point. So that's likely why Bowser accepted the Metroid Award. I was like, where are Got it, yeah. the actual people who made Metroid? Oh, I bet you were talking about Mercury Steam, I Mercury thought. Mercury Steam, yeah. From Barcelona. Yeah, there, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but And also they could record a video, but... Um, yeah, they could have recorded a video, yeah. Robin and the studio developing Arc Raiders are Swedish. So the music, the musical artists providing the song for that trailer and the Ooh. Arc Raiders developers, they're got it, Swedish. Got it. So they were like, oh, it's probably connected Did there. we get that? I know she's Swedish. Did we get that wrong? Or, uh, did, or are they just telling us? I just think we made that connection, yeah. Oh, okay. Just another reason why they might have picked that song. Lana Wachowski actually did write Matrix Awakens. Uh, some VF, VFX artists Whoa. who used yeah. to work on the Matrix series but now work for Epic offered to work together with her again on this. Nice. The game that the deve- was, quote, the developer's dream to be at the Game Awards was Somerville. And Jeff Keeley was the one who said yes, ma'am, to Deborah Wilson at the Game Awards. A lot of people have asked me if that was me. It was not. It was Keeley. It was Keeley. Was Mike's. She came out and yelled at Keeley and said yes, ma'am. Oh. And correct music, please. Boop. Woof. I thought it was you, honestly. Yeah. It sounded like Keely. I wish. Said yes, ma'am. I got to yell thing. louder next year. That's a thing, though. For years, and there are still people out there, 
people thought that Keely vo- voiced all the reviews. Oh, one man. of my first right. tweets is a picture of Keely and I. I'm like, see, that's right, Keely. Not doing starring role this week, mm. but we next week. All. The episode we're recording after this episode that you can check out on December 24th or 26th, depending on when you get this podcast. Christmas Eve. The Starring Role Awards. Stay tuned. We'll be very excited. Ooh, the yeah. awards. As picked by these two. Okay. Wackos and then wacko in the next room. Uh-huh. They're remaking Splinter Cell. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> Last time I was on here, we were talking about Splinter I fucking went off this on Ubisoft. This isn't a speculation. This isn't right some thing. IP purchase or mm-hmm. some, you know, something that maybe this business move could mean this. Uh, they released a developer interview and a retrospective of the tw- 2002 the game. Retrospective eight and a half. was like a yeah, a few minutes, eight and a half minutes or eleven cool. minutes or something like that. Love me a retrospective. A yeah. developer made retrospective. It was cool. mm-hmm. Ooh, it was very that. cool. Showing some stuff. Also, like a perspective on Ubisoft that like I just didn't have in my head because they thought they're like, oh yeah, we really weren't a big company at that point. I'm like, kind of were <laughs> compared but to now. Yeah, compared to now, I guess. What does big even mean? <laughs> when they're at that level, how do you quantify yeah. that? Because they already had Rainbow Six and that stuff yeah. going. That was what part of it, too. They're like, this was really realistic. We thought it would fit in well with the Tom Clancy universe. So it was like they had or- it wasn't like it didn't start out that way. Uh, but just talking about how like basically, you know, the technology and the gameplay merging together. I really I really dig the way that they, they talked about this. I know some people are like, oh, it's too early. You know, why are you gonna tell people about the game, you know, while you're still hiring a team? But I'm like it's a Ubisoft. Man. They don't tell people it's just going to leak on an airplane. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you're going to see Sam Fisher show up in three more games and you're going to mm-hmm. complain every time about right. it. So you yeah. might as well let them know that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, this was the way to do it for sure. And some high points was like people were like really jazzed to be not working on an open world game. Yes. Like, yeah. Like we get to like actually design Mission, levels like, very yes. intentionally and like every, like even a shade in a room will have a purpose. Like they were <laughs> a so shade excited. Will have a purpose. <laughs> like it's so great. And, and, and they talk about this as like this will be the foundation of where Splinter Cell yes, goes next. This is the so, correct yes. move to yeah. make. With we are this building a solid base for the future of Splinter Cell. That's the future classic of Ubisoft. Cell. The future. Assassin's Creed Infinite, Splinter Cell Infinite, uh, creative director Division Chris Infinite. <laughs> Re- okay, reason this is a good idea. People complain about remakes a lot because there's a lot right now, and I get that. But it's been a long time for Assassin's Creed. Uh, Splinter, or sorry, Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell came out in like PS2, Xbox era. It's been a long time. A lot of people haven't played them, including myself. Now's the time to go back. Remakes are hot. Yeah. And it's a good way to test this franchise again without doing a brand new Splinter Cell that takes place like 10 years after. You want people to hop into this who have never played it before, and you're going to get the old fans. It's yeah. the correct move. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, they also talked about, you know, like, whoop, we missed a whole generation. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. More than a whole, yeah. A generation and a half. And it's not like they have to compete with Metal Gear or anything now. It's been it's 20 years. Since Splinter Cell. Yeah. Um, I remember light shining through blinds. 20 years next year. <laughs> okay. I remember so yeah, screenshots of that. Yeah, yeah. That's why they waited this long, right? No. It's not releasing on the anniversary. Yeah, it's not. That's going to be Because they were like, like no, no, no. We want to, yeah. yeah. This game's like We'll talk about away. the anniversary. Why did... Why did they wait so long? You seem happy, Brad. Are you are you more happy yes, than I'm just upset happy. it took this long? Like I mean, you... I'm upset it took them so long because they're dumb. But yes, I'm happy because they did the right thing. Finally. It's like... We're not getting a stupid spinoff with Sam Fisher in a game no one cares about. We're not getting X Defiant or something crappy right. like that. He yeah, I think that's Splinter what Cell. makes it. That's what made the wait painful is because they were just like shipping them out to yeah. other properties. Yeah, you know, little nods here, little nods there, and it's like we we just, we just want a Splinter Cell game. The image <laughs> of just black background, three green lights, 
now hiring. Yeah. That's sexy. That's yeah. nice. Also, <laughs> respect the goddess as like yeah, that's their, their core. That's yeah. the it's not until you get to the Ubisoft level and logo in the corner that you really start to kind of mm-hmm. question. You hear that. those boot up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they talked about that in there too. That yeah. was a late addition. Nice. The noise. Great addition. Yeah. Dope. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I think the main thing for them to do with this is is to to find the scope, find the scale. Because yep. I think the, the thing that killed Blacklist and, and basically killed Deus Ex as well is is like putting so much crazy budget into something and then expecting it to be, you know, like the returns to be like a live service game or something. It's like, no, you got to... You got to know what you're going to get out of it. You got to have to understand like what scale, what budget you're approaching this with, and then it it can be a successful game at that scale if you Mm -hmm. don't have crazy expectations on it. That makes me think of Resident Evil Six, how you're describing this series, and hopefully this will be the RE7 kind of thing that brings it back to what people actually like about it. Yeah, what are they going to do with like technology and time because it's such a big part of Splinter Cell is like his gadgets and stuff. Like in the earliest one. The technology was insane that you could like put a little camera under a door yeah. and like mm-hmm. look, like that was like oh man high tech. So it's like are we gonna have a remake set in the '90s or early 2000s or are we gonna do? That's an excellent a question. Modern because this day? they're not tech- rebooting Splinter Cell; yeah. they're remaking Splinter Cell One. Yeah. yeah. So is that something? Hmm. So they should date it. Is that noticeable? Like, do you think playing Splinter Cell One again is gonna like prep you in a good way for this game? Is this gonna be like that weird? Daniel Craig, Goldeneye, or like what it, you know, like how much is this going to remind us of specifically that video game? Not just Sam Fisher mm-hmm. and the, the highlights of the franchise, but like one, which I honestly right. don't remember. I didn't finish it. Just a lot of slow infiltrations, a lot of like infiltrating a complex through rafters and vents and just slides, baby. Doing pipes. the sweats high up on a hallway. Exactly. Oh the pipe shimmy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would imagine they're looking over at IO, you know, what they've mm-hmm. done with Hitman. Mm-hmm. Definitely oh, yeah. some good inspiration there. But they they but they talked about that stuff. They talked about that being important. To be able to observe nice. and to take your time mm-hmm. and to get the perfect run and about it being, you know, yeah. the the hidden the, you know, this the silent assassin kind yeah. of thing. You, know? you were never there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just cool. like, it's they're saying all the right things right yeah, now. Yeah, there's so an hopefully, audience for that. Yeah. Hopefully that team can keep those goals it. on track. Yeah. Hopefully it's not, uh, you know, they said a lot of right things about Beyond Good and Evil 2. So let's hope it's not another one of those situations. We've gotten two trailers for that. Because, yeah, we had trailers for <laughs> we that. We don't even know what that game is. Yeah, we don't even like, know, we what, don't that don't know what We got a developer is, interview for Beyond Good and Evil We have a pretty good idea what this is <laughs> Still, and what they want to do that with that it. Game, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is working on yeah. it. Yeah. Don't, don't you worry. No, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is hiring other hiring, people to work on it. There was never a point where we had a clear idea what Beyond Good and Evil 2 was supposed to be. There were trailers. Big picture, crazy, like yeah. flying to planets and whole cities, yeah. and just like yep. a giant, like, and do what? What are we doing? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're going to be infiltrating here. Yeah. Shooting some dude. Sure. Sure. Doing the splits. We know the concept. Yeah. 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 And it can be small scale. Yeah. It can be small right. scale. Yeah. yeah I mean, for, especially for now, like, that's a small scale game. Yeah. Unless they go like crazy with building out on it, which it sounds like they kind of don't want to do. Yeah. So. Well, if this game's not going to be ready next year, 2022's 20th anniversary of this game, maybe a little remaster, get it out on the... Yeah, they had a remaster on PS3. Old-gen consoles, on the, get it out on the Switch. They could. You know, if you're, if you're yeah. spending up that much money drumming up the name Sam Fisher and get everybody, I think it'd be everyone cool excited about it. Cool, but I don't know. Did they talk about Ironside at all in the video? 
I'm assuming they talked about him a little bit. Is it being like a new thing? Like at that time, like to have somebody like a recognizable actor in a video mm. game was just not normal. Um, but they didn't talk like he would come back. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's he's got to be out at this point. They've got to bring in somebody fresh. Because I think they're probably going to want to establish mm. who the voice is going to be mm. for sure. another 10 years or so. Yeah. For the future, that's scary. Of but uh, you know, look what happened with Kratos, and now I can't imagine yeah. anyone else uh, voicing Kratos. You know, very, so very good. good. I was been, very nervous about that moving moving into the new God of War, and it. Yeah, I mean, paid Peter off. Parker hijacked the old version, and it's like, um, you know, and I'll get like, used to this weirdo. That's fine. Probably gonna get a new Chris every Resident Evil game now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> There's got to be some specific virus he's had the whole time. <laughs> You know, yeah. didn't that Mission Impossible? Wasn't that thing you like stabbed it? No, it was, it was uh, what's the futuristic movie where Tom Cruise re-jabs in his neck and it like distorts his face? Minority Report. Minority Report. Oh. Yeah, Sick that's movie. what he'd been doing the whole time. Just they can't find him. It's gonna be they got some the liquid ocelot camera scanning stuff. And Chris <laughs> can't find Chris Redfield. There you go. Uh, the issue is Ubisoft already said they were remastering slash remaking something and then showed it to all of us. Yeah. And we were like, that looks terrible. And they were like, whoops, we'll come back with more oh, news yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 So I'm just, I'm not holding my breath for this. This is still unofficial to me. Sure. This is still 100% unofficial. Even if it's official, I am choosing to believe it's unofficial until okay. we get a f- like a year closer or something. Hey, but it's Until I see the fruits of the labor. Because Beyond Good and Evil 2 is official as well. True. And that honestly feels like it's never going to come There's out. There's so many leaks out of this company, too, that when I first saw this, I was like, oh, it got leaked. Oh, no, they actually announced it. Yeah. Oh, they made a video and everything. Yeah, Good for yeah. them. I'll say this about Splinter Cell compared to Beyond Good and Evil 2. Beyond Good and Evil sounded like they wanted to be super crazy ambitious with this series. Yeah. Like, Because that was at E3, though, right? Yeah. And yeah. Splinter yeah. Cell, it's like... Literally, just make it Splinter Cell. Yeah. You don't got to do some fucking crazy sci-fi, <laughs> travel to other planets yeah. on spaceships. The low-key announcement makes it more real. For you sure. You know what was low-key? Sure. Was the RE2 remake announcement. True. Yeah, that first one. Holy yeah. cow. We that was it. crazy. Yeah. Do it. I think that was like the same day they signed. That was That's like in true. the next room. They were just like, come well, on. I trust Capcom more than you Record this video. Who's got a phone? Now, yeah. Now. No, he was even showing that thing off like before he got approval or something, right? Like he was like, "I'm gonna get a go gonna give do the it. pitch." Yeah, We're do it. That's why. That's why that, how good that remake was. I was like, based on that video, I yeah. didn't think we were getting this. And <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, Snowdrop is going to pr- is going to make that game happen. The Snowdrop engine from 2016's The Division. Division yeah, Division looks okay. great. Yeah, they, how, they were talking that up. To, um, we we feel confident in setting. I engine. love the way Division looks. As Absolutely. long as the team's comfortable with the engine. And that's handling an open world. Which, yeah, exactly. You know, Taking all that open world and stringing it down. It, and uh, It reminds me of like Frost. I just hope it's not like Frostbite where yeah. they're trying to work on this engine that wasn't made for these type of games. True. Why do they name all these engines after cold stuff? <laughs> they're from San Francisco. Exactly. Yeah, they're from SF. Because they're cool. Because be <laughs> they're cool. Blood, what kind of an <laughs> NFT in the Splinter Cell universe? Would would you be attracted by what, what you cut, love what NFTs. could co- Ubisoft loves into? They've named as Quartz. What kind of what could Quartz bring to you from the Splinter Cell universe? Sky's the limit, man. Could be anything. Could be the goggles, the goggles, you know, yeah. different goggles, different color goggles. Rayman themed goggles. Yeah, pink Not goggles. Goggle. Beyond good and evil themed goggles. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> I know you can't be in this room, but the the mood shift. When you yeah. say those three letters, yeah. it's so great. I'm not Just like had to get it in there. I'm not an old 
out of touch boomer when I despise NFTs, Most right? People, uh, well, if you want to like, align, do all the kids love them. If you want to align with several developers at Ubisoft, <laughs> who uh, Kotaku picked up internal messaging at the studio, and like all the devs are writing the executives, being like, "No, if yeah. we have a say in any of this, yeah. no," and yeah. we ask you to question what you're doing, why are you why are you doing this? Just like, yeah. wait, we're obviously going to get read. bad feedback from this. Why do you They're want coming. that? Why are you? Um, so. Some some devs have your back. I don't know how many people you. Assassin's Creed's the place to test oh that. Oh my god, they're coming. Yep, it's because they've done all the weird shit in that. Altair's cloak NFT. Yeah, <laughs> Infinity. That's the AC that they have yet to really detail. Yep, <sighs> we'll get to it. We had a Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Yeah, yeah. which uh, uh, you reacted to, Daniel Bloodworth. Didn't react. No, to. you did not react to. Did oh no, not. we did. Uh, Damian didn't. Do no, it? we were no. we were talking about it, and then we decided not to. And then thank goodness because Damiani's power went out about halfway through. That's that right. So it would not have gone well. There were lots of discussion of internet working or not. Um, we got some we got some shadow drops, which I want to bring up right off the bat because yeah. I think it's a great way for Nintendo Indie World. I feel bad a little bit because I think this is a great way for them to differentiate themselves, for mm-hmm. them to make. You know, headlines that uh, yeah. you can either batch them all together if you're writing an article, or you can say, hey, you know, Chicory's on Switch right now. But uh, Chicory Dungeon Munchies, Let's Play Oink Games, mm-hmm. and Timeline. Uh, Timely. Timely? Right? Oh, yeah, sure. Or is he a Timely or Timeline? But I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's not an N in there. Thanks, Google Docs. <laughs> Do you think any World Showcase turns away Shadow Drops? Do you think anybody ever has like gone to one of these shows and been like, "We're ready, let's do it," and like, "We have, we, we have enough, we're fine." <laughs> Maybe anybody ever been coerced into a Shadow Drop? I'm curious. Just release them. Just go. Yeah, you just you'd have to talk to them because yeah, sometimes. But yeah, sometimes they just know for a good while. Like this is the <laughs> date, yeah. You know, and on mm-hmm. a rare occasion, we'll get the heads up and like. We've got some review codes for you. Don't tell anyone the date because we're announcing it later. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, so it's interesting. Shadow drop spoilers. That has definitely happened. That has we're definitely like, happened. We were doing a betting special or something, and I was like, well, I can't pick that because I have the code for this game, and the embargo is the date of this <laughs> press conference. So I kind of have a feeling... <laughs> Uh, sea of Stars was my personal favorite pick oh, yeah, out of everything yeah, that was yeah, on there. Of course, um, all that footage was from the Switch version. Looks great, cool. Good. Yeah, uh, holiday 2022. So that is a year away. Yeah. Please don't delay. Please don't delay. I don't know why. Don't do I don't delay. think that That's with fine. every game, but it's totally fine. Yeah, delay it. Whatever. Uh, it's no rush. Delay it. Delay anything. Yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll still be playing Elden Ring. It's fine. <laughs> but it looks yeah. amazing. Uh, and you know, I never really. F- you put my finger on it, but when I said that on Twitter, Brad, everybody came out with you with Chrono Trigger. They're like, because it's it looks a lot and mm-hmm. plays a lot yeah, like Chrono Trigger, and so they're doing it that RPG thing right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, because they don't have uh, they don't have like separate battle screens and stuff, so you do mm-hmm. all the battles there yeah. like in the same same screen. It's like Chrono Trigger. <laughs> They've got uh, like kind of combo moves mm-hmm. that, between different stuff, characters, yeah. Uh, yeah. but then they also got like the Paper Mario style like syncing t- with animation. Yeah, that's true. Hit the yeah. button attacks. Yeah, it's got a lot of good stuff. Lot of uh, they didn't show this off specifically, but I remember when they first showed it off. A lot of like smaller f- frames of animation that you don't typically expect in a game like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of like traversal options, climbing things, climbing over something, mm-hmm. going in and out of the water. But it's not just like you jump out. Like there's lots of little bit beats of animation where you see them, you know, specifically doing that activity. Just so much detail. So. Oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, and the their lighting engine and the way you know the day night cycle is very important to yeah. to that game. Um, it's very interesting the way that uh, that it looks because 
it's it's somehow like merging like 2D and 3D in a way that mm-hmm. that, that actually works very well uh, and and doesn't you know look like extra pixelated or you know bland or anything like that. Like it's just a very very pretty game and the lighting effects yeah work in its favor. If I was Square and if this game is good, I'd be like, hey, right. You want to make a game or something? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, and the fact that they've got uh, Mitsuda to do some of the music. Yeah. It's like yeah, okay, here mm-hmm. we go. Good stuff. Uh, this would look great if they are remastering FFT. Like, do it in this style. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, February, which uh, needs some games, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> has Figment 2, which isn't jumping out at me. What's Figment 2? Um, it's like you're going around through a mind, like, disposing of bad thoughts or something like that. I, just, I, I remember the first time... Inside. The first or time wait, I saw it in a showcase, out. it just felt like the way that they worded it was like, this is this is ah. kind of narratively kind of weird. Uh, mm. But yeah, there's like a lot of like musical elements and that kind of thing too. Hmm. It hasn't stuck out to me in particular. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like the vibe of it sure. isn't hitting me. Um, but yeah, it's it's been out there for a little while. Uh, also in February, Ollie Ollie World. Yeah, yeah oh, February yeah. 8th. I want to call it two or three or something, but... Which yeah, that gets a whole into, new again, these weird things of like, okay, does Devolver count as indie anymore? Yeah. And like Ollie Ollie World, now like they've been they're, bought they're by private company. Company. division. Right. So well, now they're part third. of Take-Two Interactive, like who writes their paychecks. Yeah. So you're in an indie direct? It's uh, a Nintendo indie. Right. But at the same it's time, yeah. the majority of the development process, but that was not the case. Mm-hmm. It's only these last couple of months that they've, since they've been purchased, so... It's weird. Yeah. Ollie Ollie's fun mm-hmm. and charming. Is this franchise going to blow up a little bit with this one? Or is, do you think this is going to be another little blow satisfying up? entry? I wouldn't up. say, no. but I think I, the yeah. art style is going to help it get yeah. more attention. Because it looks more appealing than the I other ones. Yeah, I think it'll get more attention. Yeah, it has more ones. character, yeah, I'd say, and personality. Spring of next year is getting Alicia. Yeah, this one is a weird description. So it's like there's two characters... It's like Alicia and Alicia or something like that. Um, Check the notes. Ending Check Extinction notes. is Forever is the other game. And this is coming spring, which I love. Ending. Alicia, with two eyes, the oblivion of twin goddesses. Oh, my. Whoa. <laughs> uh, two-player co-op journey with a friend. Uh, Joey. Aisha and Alicia are the two characters. Okay. Aisha and Alicia. So Alicia, there we go. Yeah. An Extinction is Forever is also in spring. Endling. Extinction is Forever, yeah. Endling, man. Yeah. I'm getting endling. autocorrected on the all endlings. of these types. <laughs> That's what I get for typing them out. Yeah, that one is... Dude, the concept of an endling is so intense. You, you're playing as... This game feels like it's going to be so depressing. Yeah, the endling <laughs> is the last of a species. Yeah, you're playing as a fox, like, after the midst of the, the climate crisis, and all these people are just, like, hungry and starving and, like, like just trying to eat you and your cubs. Oh, jeez. And you have you start out with three cubs, yeah. and you have to try to, yeah, like, so for this? keep them alive through the whole game. Damn. And sick. see how many you can keep alive by the end. <laughs> okay. Sounds awesome. Well, you High find some place that yeah. humans can't get to you. <laughs> Summer 2022 has Locomotive, After Love EP, and River City Girls 2, which oh, we are familiar River with. But yeah, we fun. are. Yeah. Yeah, River City Girls looks cool. Locomotive is like a point-and-click adventure with like a lot of comedy. And like that's, oh. it's on a train, 
But it's also you're looking for the motive of oh, the killer. Oh, got it. Yeah, it's kind, cool. it feels kind of like a clue kind of vibe. Yeah. Like I think it's, it almost feels like any of these characters could be the killer. I don't hmm. even sure if like maybe different instances it could change. Maybe. Oh but, yeah. So, uh, fun little game. Sweet. So I forever city girls. Second favorite beat 'em up to Six Rage in the is last couple years. Forward? Yeah. Yep. Parkasaurus, Don't Starve Together, Baby Storm, Grime, Gerda of Flame and Winter, and Behind the Frame do not have release dates. Mm-hmm. Or Don't Starve? There. Wait, Don't Starve's not on Switch? Together? Don't Starve Together. Come don't Starve oh, Together. Been yeah. out for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gerda is being published by Don't Not. It's, being, it's the first like third-party game that they're publishing. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Intriguing, Bloodworth. Yeah. How intriguing! Just Very. based on a publisher, yeah. You don't would, nod, you, you yeah. trust the. I stand. The I stand. Don't nod so hard. I am like all in forever on don't nod. Uh, anything else from that list stand out, bud? Uh, or just the show itself, the the indie world showcase. Yeah, a, well, a good I mean, prep for the end of the year. Of the ones that you talked about, I it, the the board game one, which is like a collection of like you know uh, unique board games. That, I think that's interesting that just. Popped out, uh, and then Dungeon Munchies, uh, which also shadow dropped, was uh, sounds like a school game, like Math Munchers. <laughs> yeah, so it's Dungeon like Munchies. You basically, like all of these different monsters and stuff, like you collect ingredients and then they give you boosts. Ooh! So it's like this mix of like, yeah, kind of like action RPG, but also like cooking and like finding the recipes hey, that's to cool. give you the combination of boosts that you want. Very fun. Steam released. Their top twenty, their top like two hundred and fifty games. I grabbed the top twenty. Ten yeah, didn't seem like enough because twenty to eleven, there were some some ones that I think are deserving mention because ten to one is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of these games. Um, and what's interesting is this is this is uh, the Steam tracking sti- site Steam DB. It compiles an an algorithmically generated list of the top games determined by. Total number of positive ratings, total number of negative ratings, a factored percentage of both, and the game's peak concurrent player count and mm. other factors, but those are the biggies. So this is all sorts of factors determining, obviously, not just you know sales, mm-hmm. but like what is the engagement of this game on Steam. And it's fascinating because, especially at the end of the year, it's just nice to get a good sense of like, wow, so many of these games are something that I you know do not know of or mm-hmm. I obviously was not playing. Um, I do think... I don't even know how we could guess what the what what the the very top of the list is. From one through twenty, are there any any titles you think you can call? GTA five. No. GTA Online, I mean. Valheim? Nope. CSGO. Valheim number oh. thirteen. Thank you, Ooh. Iowa. Wait, why no GTA Online? Stoked about this. I just understand that. Didn't make the list. Do they have their own launcher? Yeah, they have the Rockstar launcher, don't they? Got They're not it. CSGO? Got it. No CSGO. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, bummer. Hmm. Among Us probably still in there, huh? No. no Among Us, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Not Five Nights at Freddy's. Playtime, I imagine. Yeah, is not Roblox on there? There is a, a spooky list. game that we have, that I know you've played this year. Roblox would be... Visage. Dead made by the list, Daylight? Which Dead happy. by Daylight, I would think. No? Mr. Weird R.E. List. Village? Left for Dead? See, that's Back crazy. These are all the things. Back for Blood, no. Uh, Back for Blood, I can keep up there, no. The no. Game Awards Game of the Year. Oh, it takes two? Number 19. Whoa. Okay. Um, so Mr. at least made the 20, which is nice. Because I saw a lot of people being like... That one game of the year, I've, what I don't understand, and you know, coming from a perspective of somebody who hasn't played it, and it's like if you if you dig into those people, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people who have played the whole thing who are like, well, tuh, you know, like, right, that um, uh, people generally digged it. 
Number 20 is Aventura Copulululi Albastru Siurat. Okay. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always get it wrong. T-O-U-T-O-U. Tuho? Tohu? Tohu? Oh. Tohu? Uh, Mistia's Izakaya. Okay. <laughs> From them. Webbed, number 17. Clone drone in the danger zone, number 16. That's hilarious. This is a weird list. What the Mm. hell? It should just be like most played. Like most hours played should be the the list. But these are all separate lists. (laughs) So again, if you if you if you you know go to this site that specifically tracks this stuff, this is what you know, this is what Steam values. This is farming simulator on that list. I I wish it was. Um, Power wash simulator is though. Oh yeah. (laughs) How high do you think that got? Yep, really high. That was huge in the summer. Eight. Seven. Wow. You beat other gonna go higher than that. Psychonauts two got fifteen. Oh, oh, which feels good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, not just getting good word of mouth, but uh, people on Steam being curious about it. Um, and I wonder if that was just obviously very, very centralized towards the end of the year. Dorf Romantic? Oh, yeah, shit. I played that. That's a name that seems familiar. Yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. and Todd played that, right? I did an episode on that. Yeah, it's been in early access forever and just I came out know this it was year, that right? That's popular. That's cool. Uh, inscription, number 12. Ooh, nice. 13 and Inscription 12. So, yeah, wanted to get. The, the 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 later ten, so we could get inscription Valheim, so Psychonauts, is, is and all of that in there. in there somewhere. Blue Pyro is not in here. Oh. I recognize one game. Oh no, sorry, two. Ah, uh, no, three. Power Wash Simulator was one. In I recognize number game? one. Number eleven is Before Your Eyes, oh, which shit. I have heard yeah. about. Oh wow! I did an episode on that too. Number ten is Word Game Before Episode eyes, Zero. Ten out of ten. Before Your Eyes is great. Number nine is Tiny Bunny. Okay. Number eight is Town Scraper. Townscaper. Townscaper. Oh. I've done an episode on that yeah. one. Too. Oh, I've been playing Townscaper. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Townscaper, Seven's power that, wash. Time, timescaper that, or Townscaper that high is funny because it's like, it's yeah. kind of just like a clicker. It's like a idle game or not. Yeah. Cookie it's clicker. more of a design game than a game. Number five. Took cookie clicker? Cookie clicker. That's insane. Wow. Put out that remaster. That's right. That's insane. Cookie clicker remaster. I lost, I lost a good month of my life to cookie clicker when it first <laughs> came out back in the day. Nice. Could not stop clicking. Number six, The Room 4, Old Sins. The Room is definitely in a puzzle series. Yeah, still going. Number four, Firework. Okay. Okay. Number three, The Rhythm Doctor. All right. Number two, Dyson Sphere Program. Whoa. Okay. And number one, Tabs, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, which which I must... Somebody's got to heard of this. So I've you've heard seen footage of this. Yeah, totally, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. Okay, but I'm good. trying to remember. I'm saying, taps made it but that, Yeah, that's a weirdo list. Weird list. Very most, weird. Most played and trending make way yeah, more sense. Yeah, most played, please. Most uh, hours. Dota 2, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, <laughs> New World, Team Fortress 2, Destiny 2, Rust, Apex. I guess that's not fun because it's all the usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. That list will be the yeah. same list next year with like yeah. one of yeah. two hanging in there, maybe. Never dying. Sands of Salazar is the number one trending game, but that's in the last seven days. Right. This is a cool website. Shout out. Lots of, yeah, lots of other ways you can sort that. And again, it's not just a bunch of different lists. If you want to filter it in fun ways, you can go do that. But if you want the raw list, that is the 20. Take it or leave it. Nice. A weird list. And now, a word from our sponsors. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, 
Consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at a credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes. You can do this. If there was if there was a, a clock that I was timing, if there was a record for the Easy Eyes podcast for how fast it is to do something, this was, uh, I was, you know, because you almost kind of want to be like, oh yeah, is it that fast? It was faster than I expected. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting the loan. Uh, for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash easyallies. That's upstart.com slash easyallies. Don't forget to use our URL so they know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash easyallies. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run to the gas station for a snack. Most of the time, you're probably fine. What if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? I feel like I should have like a trench coat and like an almost <laughs> done, you know, like cigar. What if you come back? I saw somebody do that with like a yellow Ferrari the other day. I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Every time you connect to an encrypted network, cafe, hotels, airports, and any hacker on the same network can, get, can gain access to your personal data, passwords, financial details, etc. We like to use ExpressVPN because we like to gain access to things that are in other regions. We are we are of the world here at ECLS, and so we like to access things that are that we are paying for. Gosh darn it! The great available to other people. Stand up to cancer specials. Nice. Go lock it in. Can't watch them in America. Got to use ExpressVPN. But anything you can do to make it harder to steal your data uh, is a is a bonus. It's nice because this was the first thing you know that um, uh, that we talked about when we brought in ExpressVPN as sponsors, and it's just nice to like, oh, bonus. Um, fire up the app, click one button, and get protected. Phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com/allies. That's e x p r e s s v p n.com/allies, and you can get an extra three months for free. Expressvpn.com/allies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. The recent app events on SteamDB are hilarious. They're app events? Yeah, it's just like, hey, this was the game was uploaded. Makes you realize there are way more sex games on Steam than you think there are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Day, oh yeah, right? like yeah. Se- yeah. every second. It's That's crazy. That's why I stopped using like uh game facts to look for release dates because when you get to PC, it's just like <laughs> here's a flood of hentai games and like okay, I don't <laughs> want to filter through this. So if you've been waiting for Mommy Goddess flood. of Con- Unconditional Love, wow, you sure gave it your all out there. Nope. You're in luck. It's it's on there. <laughs> And they would literally just be called like hentai puzzle or something. Like right, hentai yeah. puzzle. This one is just called bikini tits. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Well, now I have a visual. <laughs> My God. I know. Pretty intense. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla got a heck of a DLC update. Um, and so and did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And yes, so does Assassin's Creed. Well, I don't know. Did Odyssey get the same sized one that Valhalla got? Or obviously, Valhalla is the place you well, want to be. Well, there's two different things we're talking about There's numerous things. We're talking about the crossover stories or right. the Dawn of Ragnarok? Uh, let's talk about crossover stories first. Loving this. I'm almost done with Valhalla one. I did the Odyssey one. It was such a trip installing in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This like four-year-old game. It's almost yeah. 2022, and I'm over here playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
Gotcha. It was just such a unique experience. It was obviously very MCU vibes of like, how are we gonna connect? Everything's gotta connect. Because <laughs> right. that's the world we live in now where everything Wait, connects. Doesn't Assassin's Creed connect though? They always have. But two protagonists have never been in the same scene together. Oh, okay. Ever. Except Ezio yeah. and, and Altair. Altair. It's, they're not really right. occupying the same right, space. Right. Got it. Uh, unless you count his bones. But uh, the Odyssey, <laughs> the Odyssey quest is so cool because it's like basically an epilogue to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where Cassandra wants to go on vacation. She's like, "All right, I did everything. <laughs> You're right, hundred hours, whatever. <laughs> like I am going to this island, and there's like a full-on new island with three zones in it. Wow! So it's like this small, self-contained." Story? Is this a different menu option, or do they yell at you when you boot up the open world? Or uh, they let you know. They're like, "Yo, a new mm. new mm. quest is here, whatever." Um, and then two returning characters come, and they're kind of your guides. You know, you're going on a like a vacation, um, and it's it basically sets up Cassandra's role in the larger universe without giving away spoilers at all. Uh, basically, sets up you know what she's up to, and then when you finish that, it's like. MCU style, you know, so-and-so will return in the Avengers. It's like, Cassandra <laughs> will return in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What's hilarious, too, is Ubisoft, you finish it, it immediately takes you to the store to yes. buy Valhalla. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, like a demo. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So funny. Yeah, but I was actually really impressed because, you know, a big complaint of Assassin's Creed is they're always too long, so it was nice to play a bite-sized chunk. So they are set up. Like in a progression, so you're supposed to play the Odyssey one first and then play the Valhalla one? Yeah, you okay. absolutely. I, I just assumed because it, okay. it, Odyssey is before, you know? So I just assumed that was the correct order. It, um, yeah, it seems kind of like a double-edged sword because if they make short content for Valhalla, people are like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not interested. If they make yeah. something that's too big, it's like, not again. Yeah. You know, I just finished <laughs> this thing. Yeah. It's just the whole con- the whole prospect. Ends. But th- I, this, I, I bring it up in this podcast because I, I need details, and this seems mm-hmm. like something Assassin's Creed hasn't done before. It seems like yeah. something that is just not in common with DLC. It seems like a prototype for what Infinity is going to be. Just these small scale crossover style stories with, like, you know, self contained zones. You can just make, like, a new one of these all the time. It feels like that feels like where they're going to mm. go with it. Um, I just really loved. Being Cassandra again, you know? She's probably my favorite protagonist now in the entire franchise. Like, I cannot say enough good things about her. So it was just nice to be able to, like, be with her again. Like, it was so comforting, so soothing to just be like, dude, Cassandra's back. Yes! So I just imagine them being able to do that with other characters, too. Like, we haven't Right, like Alexios. Or, sure, or like, I don't know, or like Edward Kenway, or... No, like Alexia, like her brother, right? Wasn't it you could play as her yeah. or you could play as Alexios? Yeah, I don't, like, apparently you can do this as Alexios, yeah. but then on the PS blog post, it was like, there was in parentheses, like, you start as him, but then you're just Cassandra or something? I think I don't really I think know. That if you played as Alexios, they basically still let you do it in Odyssey. Yeah. But then in Valhalla... It's only they don't Cassandra. reference you yeah. in the book. Okay. okay, all right. Oh. That yeah, super weird. Because we'll get a correction on that. Yeah, because for Odyssey, it doesn't even tell you like yo, this is the canon one, whereas Valhalla does. Valhalla is very clearly like yo, female Avor, mm-hmm. male. What you know, whatever. No spoilers. 
but it was like, yo, this is like the default choice. Whereas Odyssey right. is like, just choose. So it does feel kind of alienating if you chose. And if they want to infinite, if they want to sure. Avengers up, you know, with this franchise, mm-hmm. like, are you not gonna be able to choose, or are you just gonna mm-hmm. kind of make a lore decision on each of those things, or? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's what I really want to drive home too with the, this Odyssey one is, it's still not difficult. Uh, you can still mash your way through, but they find really creative ways to make you have to be sneaky again. You know, there were some parts in where I actually died once and I was like, yes, (laughs) yes, I died. Yes. Cut your review. I saw you die many times. Stop it. (laughs) Trying to capture is different because I'm like distracted with that. But I like trying out different weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So the, as far as like Assassin's Creed gameplay goes, these did not reinvent the wheel. There's nothing new. This is exactly what you expect. You know, this is not going to bring lapsed players back or players are not that are not super invested in either the main narrative or the characters that they're about. Um, but as someone who's like sickeningly invested in this overall narrative and Cassandra, like I loved my mm. time with this. I absolutely loved it. And now I'm halfway through the Valhalla one. Um, and that's just cool too. Cause it's like, Oh, there she is now hundreds of years later. Like, Really, and their their exchanges too are really fun. Avor and Cassandra. It's just, it's a really good time. I'm having a blast. Uh, it is tempting for me, somebody who I believe promised you on several occasions that I was not going to be playing any DLCs for this game, mm-hmm. just to save time. Um, yeah, it's tempting. Uh, on March 10th, we get Dawn of Ragnarok. Yeah, this one doesn't really hype me up at all. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. This one I'm not super hyped. It does on. sound like the first chapter. Dawn of is always like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we. <laughs> Had that huge arc in Valhalla, you know, God of War Ragnarok is coming. That's got all my Viking hype and focus. Um, had, uh, there's, there's so much limit. Had, what is that? What is that? The game last year they had uh, Gods and Monsters, but now it has a new name. Immortals. 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 Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 it, it kind of gives me those vibes in a strange way. Oh, yeah. Mm. And that was the Odyssey team, you know. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, cool, we get to make yeah. the same game but not take it seriously this time. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm not too hyped on this one. I'm sure they'll find ways to make the canon matter because the Valhalla, what? Valhalla, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just the description Ragnarok? of this game or this yeah. DLC is yeah. like a spoiler. Yeah, the Valhalla <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so funny. The Val- like the, that stuff in Valhalla was, had huge implications for the oh, overall yeah. narrative. Oh, yeah. So I imagine we're gonna get more of that, but it just it also feels kind of removed from everything. Like it, it feels like it matters the most, but it's also the most removed. So it's this weird kind of mm-hmm. yeah, two and a half goal. minute CG trailer for all this, dude. Like it just yeah. you know, I, I bring this up. I've been very quiet. I appreciate that, Brett. Uh, <laughs> I would just but I bring this up. I know I bring this up in the podcast because it is very specific. You know, yeah. like lots of DLC and lots of stuff gets announced. Two and a half minutes CG trailer. I and and Infinite feels like it's so far away. I wonder if they're gonna drag Valhalla out. I wonder if we're gonna yeah. get lots of big. That's been for this. Or, These yeah. crossover stories were free, which was amazing. Like the quality on display there for free content was like. Yo, yes. Like, announced I the day could... before, too. They announced on the 13th, so tomorrow, yeah. jump in, play games, or uh, play new missions. Yeah, this Ragnarok one's 40 bucks, so huge, a lot more pressure, a lot more stakes there, because it's a $40 purchase. Um, it feels like, you know, it's going to be a Valhalla 1.5 situation. Right. Um, but yeah, maybe just because it was only a CG trailer, and because I thought that part in the main game dragged on so much, that that's 
I'm not really hyped for that, but we'll see when it gets closer. See some gameplay. I saw. I did see a picture of him like riding an elephant, Fish like a war elephant. elephant. That's mm. cool. You know, a little little Return of the King Two Towers situation. Makes me think of Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. elephants. So couldn't do the big cat. I don't know. I just couldn't. Didn't want to go that far. <laughs> yeah, riding around Valhalla on a big cat. Yeah, but we'll see. The crossover stuff. Loved it. So more of that. More of that. Ubisoft, please. Feels like right now Square Enix is having a party. An Ed Walker party. <laughs> and they they had to turn people away at the door. People yep. are just showing up now. It's like two in the morning. I was just thinking we go over to Ed Walker at the end of the night. Like, no, didn't you hear, man? This Cooler Mind Spider Man no, tickets dude. tonight. Yo, you yeah, got right. tickets for that? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh it's a good it's a very good analogy. It's so crazy. Because it is like <laughs> we're full. We've got capacity. people, yeah. we've got people lined up down the block. The cops are calling us. Yeah. You're getting on our case. We can't stop selling tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop selling tickets. Take the posters down. Stop yeah. selling tickets. New World's like that restaurant that's open till 3 a.m. You're like, I guess we'll just go get a burger. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this a good... So, you know, Huber over here just playing any Assassin's Creed game he wants. You want to play 14 did, so bad, yeah. and sometimes you just can't. Have you been... Uh, how many hours have you stared at a screen trying to play Final Fantasy 14 at Morgan? Two? Yeah, I think it was the most I did. Wow. You just we just did something else with your day. Where yeah, the times you just queued in, you're I like, played, right, not now. I played RE4 VR when I was in queue. That's the, that's a good call. That's a good call. Ooh, I'm going to Florida. Nice. I didn't grab that for you. I get it. Oh, left. Every once in a while, back. would you like peek to see your key? Oh yeah, because there was dis- <laughs> yeah, there, there was go. disconnects. <laughs> it would right. disconnect you sometimes, so I'd have to keep an eye on it. So they knew uh, Square knew that they were going to have issues yes. with this. They talked well beforehand. Uh, they've. I think really been spreading out a lot of goodwill just in terms of how, how they talk yeah. about other companies in the space, how mm-hmm. they talk about expectations for online games in general. Uh, and there were server issues at launch. They were handing out free um, game time. Uh, free game time uh, for people. It has gotten so intense that they have suspended sales of the starter edition and complete edition of Final Fantasy XIV. You can't... It's, I, and no. suspended like future advertising, I believe. Also, yeah, the, any advertising that they can not do, do they're yeah. not doing. There's a few deals that they can't do anything about, but yeah, they can't like buy some more. Like, just build. Well, it's like chip server. shortages and all that stuff. Yeah. That's what's holding it back. They've been, Got they've it. been trying to adjust for a long time. Those yeah. damn NFTs and cryptos. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's what I, I mean for real. I mean, because <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> There are part. There are times in you know uh, in this business, primarily on this podcast, where like we talk about things, and I'm like, I really want to cover this, and it's fascinating. I think it'll be a good conversation. But yikes, this is not my genre, my mm-hmm. company, my you know, I don't speak this language. When are we talking about servers for MMOs going down? <laughs> Who's the expert? Who's the person that's in the gaming space, that's in a community or whatever? That's like, well, I've launched an MMO for millions of people, and when I did right. it, it went fine. Um, yeah, and what, Huber, what they're talking about is like not just like adding servers. They're talking about adding data centers. They're like talking mm-hmm. about getting buildings and filling them with servers. Yeah, some matrix shit. Watchdogs like, Legion, dude. It's, yeah. it's huge. Drone protected, <laughs> chilled. <laughs> <laughs> but what is the? This is where you want to be, right, Brad? This is good for the company, good, right? Oh yeah, it's like the most profitable thing for them ever. I once saw this gif one time of Miyamoto in Iwata holding the DS, and it was just shooting out dollar bills, and they're laughing. Yeah. And it's like, is that is that what they're doing right yeah. now? Or do you think they're stressed? Or do you I think, think that specifically the, the Endwalker team's so, like, no. Yes, they're very stressed. They are very apologetic about all these delays. Like, when they had to delay the game by like two weeks, the director, Nakio Oshida, was, like, crying because he 
doesn't want to let down the fans. He said this game is his life work, essentially. So he lives and breathes this game with all his heart. So it's killing them. They're really happy they're succeeding, but they want this game to be the best. They don't want to let down their fans. It's really crazy to think about it when you're playing that it's like someone's life's work. Yeah. You know, that had some weight. That's why people like with, love this game yeah. and this community. It's because they're so upfront about everything. You feel like you're talking to a real human yeah. and not like someone trying to dupe you That's about some anything. algorithm. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, even Disneyland closes for 10 hours. You know, this thing's all the time, every hour, yeah. every day, and, you know, uh, countries around the world. So is this just. Does this feel like a new thing for MMOs for someone who's played a lot of different MMOs? Is this like, this is getting out of control? It just keeps growing. And if they literally can't allow you to buy the game, it's like, we've hit the the limit, I guess. I don't know how much more we can represent that this game is being played by people. The fact that it's like 10 years into its life cycle and it's like the most popular it's ever been is pretty insane. Because think about World of Warcraft, like Wrath of Lich King, I think is the peak of that game in players. Mm. And it's going Rolling down into since Cataclysm, I, yeah. Cataclysm is big. Yeah, game. but it's like, it's the most popular it's ever been this far in its life cycle. It's crazy. From a game that almost killed the entire company to become like the most powerful thing they have is insane. It's a great problem to have. Feels good. What do you, yeah. What do you think the, if this takes a while, uh, what do you think the um, attitude will be like going into the next, whatever they're talking about? Like I the think they're going to be expansion like, four with the brand new thing. You're they're like, going to well, be much more. I'm just going to play something else about this. I don't yeah. know. Like, this it's hard to point well, fingers. That's, like, this, well, that's that's one of the funny things that I've thought about because like, it's like because of the way you know Endwalker is like closing out this whole yeah. storyline, this whole decade, you know, and it just feels like well, then I guess the next step means that like you're going to create an expansion of some sort that anyone can just jump into without playing the prior stuff. Probably, yeah. Um, but now it's like, do you even need to appeal to new players? Yeah, no, what are you doing? <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's so crazy. crazy. Build that gate higher than you've ever built mm-hmm. it. You know? <laughs> Barbed wire. Dude, Watch Dogs Legion. It's so funny, Jones. <laughs> most, yeah. My God. It's crazy to me. It just, I, I just don't know where the limit is. And it's, uh, you know, I'm sure people are frustrated, but I don't see a lot of... Again, blame. I don't see a lot of anger. I oh yeah, I think people are pretty. They've negativity. been. They were really upfront about how there was going to be problems mm-hmm. yeah. for like a while. So people who like paid attention, I guess, knew. Mm-hmm. And to someone who's played MMOs for a long time, this is not that unexpected for me yeah. to experience this. But it still sucks if you want to play and you like can't. Yeah, you're like ah, I want to play, but I don't know. It'll, it'll get better. But good for them, man. Yeah, making in the dough now. Totally. Yeah, it would seem kind of the sky's the limit. I always, wa- I always wonder like how, because I imagine what I can picture is a company that franchise doesn't do well, company doesn't do well, investments don't do well, and then they got to come, okay, we got to cut all mm-hmm. these things from a game or we can't release this game anymore. You ever have a game that like gets more money? <laughs> you know, yeah. that, like halfway through development? I mean, obviously there's like invest- investments, you know, mm-hmm. like p- companies have gotten capital, but usually it's before they're even thinking about what game they want to make. You know, it's like we-, we joke about Mario Kart 7. It's like, why make Mario Kart 8? Like, why... What what rush are they in, yeah. Brad? Do you think Mario it'll... Kart Eight, Mario Kart Nine? You mean Mario Kart Nine? Yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, just keep, yeah. Uh, it's just well, gonna keep. The thing about Endwalker is it's like, or Final Fantasy Fourteen is like, yes, it's a MO, but it's a Final Fantasy game first, the most, and it's honestly one of the best Final Fantasies ever yeah. with one of the best stories ever, and they have plans. Jones like they have a story they want to tell. It's not like Mario Kart, you know, you just go in there having a few few laughs with your friends. Like, no, they have a tale they want to tell, so that's gonna uh, keep it going. Yeah, I'm kind of tempted to bring it up. Damiani's last line in his review was so funny. 
Oh, it's yeah. just like it's it's I mean I I'll, I'll paraphrase it but it's like don't play this game at your own peril basically you have yourself to blame you know if you're missing out on the story and it's like <laughs> what else can a person tell you yeah. you know and then somebody watches that review and goes fine I'm doing it where do I buy it yeah can't yeah Gotta not wait. yet not now when do you think next it'll year. be back next year you think over the holidays yeah. no uh, what's back yeah yeah it's probably. gonna be next year probably yeah, yeah. wow interesting to follow that uh, yeah, follow that expansion next year also this week. Activision wrote a letter to their employees advising them not to unionize, um, which uh, is a I've seen online a fairly common thing. It's mm-hmm. just kind of your due diligence, it's your you know fiduciary duty as the company to be like we don't like that. Um, IGN reported a ton of stories of abuse and crunch at Bungie. Uh, that was on the tenth, and their head of HR stepped down. So again, oh. a lot of this is just reports, but Bungie now when the head of happen? HR yeah has stepped down. I, hard to keep up with a lot of this stuff. But. Yeah, I I feel like hard to keep up is the right way because yeah. I don't. I haven't That's read all this stuff, but I thought I, I thought that this is like this is an evolving thing to where like there was all this stuff, and then they've actually been getting better. But right. I, I don't know if I'm mishearing that. I, I have to read the actual reports. So it's like it's almost like we're finding out about this later. Yeah, later. But but yeah. that's just again, I need to actually read it. So. And Activision's playing that card too, where they're like they're like, oh no no, we're totally different now. It's like no, this, two weeks ago you didn't. No. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's hard to get the timeline there if like when. Should we take action now or what? But head of HR stepped down. Beast Breaker developer Vodio Games. I'm not familiar with Beast Breaker or Vodio Games. Mm-hmm. Unionized. Yeah. They unionized. First game union in North America. Whoa. They Whoa. Nice. Crazy. Precedent. Um, my uh, shout out. My friend Asher. Uh, this is his company, and uh, Beast Breaker is really cute. I think that maybe the graphic style made people not interested in it because I. I mean, personally, I think it looks a little cheap maybe when you first glance at it but like i've played it and it's fun it's out you can get it but like yeah i mean he's my friend but that's cool i didn't know that yeah. that's wild he made threes if you've heard of that on phone mm-hmm. oh my goodness yeah yeah uh banjo kazooie's coming to the switch expansion pack in january <laughs> very curious for the nintendo 64 for those side-by-side comparisons yeah between that and rare replay mm-hmm. yep because uh, rare went out of their way yeah. to get a lot of experts to like Get that emulator right, right, right. for the N64. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Hmm. It's not gonna look. No, I'm just kidding. It's not gonna no, look. No, but that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it, I, I'm gonna be like, yeah. I don't know if digital well, Digital Foundry has been kind of they hands off with the expansion pack stuff, but I'm curious. I'm curious to see like what it will be like, yeah. considering all the controversy that's had already. So. Ringu, aka the Ring, mm-hmm. is coming to Dead by Daylight. It's Samara in the Ring. What is her name in Ringu? The girl. Ugh. Just watch it this year too. They say it in the sequels too. I've heard. Ugh. They didn't specifically say that she's coming Becky. though, right? They just talked about I mean, the Sadako franchise. Sadako Yamamura. There you go, Sadako. Yeah. Um, Creepy. Cool. Also known as Park and Sue, maybe, and Samara Morgan. Samara is the one Samara of the U.S. Samara is yeah. the yeah, U.S. one. Uh, Valkyrie Entertainment is joining the PlayStation Studios family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takanobu Tarada, producer of Super Robot Wars, has left Bandai Namco freelancing. Hmm. New PS5 console covers and DualSense wireless controller colors arrive next month. Finally. Which yeah. we knew. Finally we, revealed. That it's writing was on the wall. Yeah. This is the start. So like people are like, are you going to get one? And like, I, number one, like I looked at them and I'm like, there's none of them that I'd really want, especially not for $55. I was wondering how much they were. It didn't say. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen fifty-five is the number. So many people are gonna break their PS5. Not like 
it's not going to work, but they're going to crack their. No, there'll be instructions for how that stuff works. They and they're going to crack video. them. Yeah. They did yeah. in the video, and they were like, it's very easy for the consumer to remove. Yeah. Them. yeah. So there's like a there's a hole on there for you to vacuum out the dust or something too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is what we're going to get instead of New collector's console. edition consoles. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get faceplates, and like I love my Alan Wake. Faceplate on my Xbox 360. That's a flex. Get yeah. that Alan Wake too. That was a I had that brag. thing on my 360 wow. for years before I played the game here. I'm so jealous. Because it just <laughs> looked that good. Sick. Um, That's funny. That's so sick, blood. I'm glad I'm liking Halo Infinite because having the Halo Xbox was the fun of the 360. So you got to have the whole side of the PS5. To yeah, right. So they're going to be able to build like, oh, it's basically 16. just, oh, it's it. a big canvas. Yeah. yeah, it's a big canvas to put whatever you want on there. To put your gr- your greasy black handprints all over it. <laughs> I do want uh, a purple controller, but I'm on the fence of like whether I actually. I want the blue one. Yeah, man. the purple's nice. They don't have a blue one. Yeah, they. Oh, it's like a turquoise blue color. Oh, the yeah. Okay, yeah, the light blue. Yeah, yeah. I forget what they call it, aquamarine yeah, or something. Yeah, that's sweet. Purple's but... nice too, though. How many? Hearts one. Me too. How many total? Do you know? There's like four. just ballpark like. Purple, oh, white, there's red, like three or ten or white, like four? red, blue, pink. Uh, There's five purple. new colors oh. for the faceplates, but got it. Two of the controllers are already out. Black and yeah, black and red. Red, yeah. Just let me make so. folders and on the on the <laughs> dashboard. Please. I'm looking yeah. now, so we can just. My God. Guess. Yeah, there's the white that it comes with: black, pink, purple, blue, and red. Cool. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone Pacific started the ricochet process. They dropped the kernel in there for that, that to start, and they are uh, going to bring that to Vanguard at a, quote, later date. Mm. Excited to see how this plays out. I want to see. I yeah. want to see the numbers. Yeah. Like, I I want it to go well, but it's going to be, yeah, be interesting. Um, all versions of Halo still playable in Xbox 360 will lose online services on January 13th. Doesn't affect Master Chief Collection. Doesn't yeah. affect uh, other things, specifically the 360 versions of those games. Uh, Scorn. 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 Original sponsor of this podcast. Finally launching on October 2020. Yeah. Of course. Bad, really better. good day. Yeah, talk play. about a yeah, date you can't delay. Really good day. It would be unfortunate if it was delayed. Yeah. That's a good October game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pray, not pray, thanks Bethesda, for the gods is finally out. Uh, just I wanted... was curious about this game. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda shut down. It was sort called of Shadow of the, the Colossusy, right? Yeah, Sh- very Shadow of the It's interesting considering Solar Ash just came out. Yeah. Yes, but Solar. I mean, this. Yeah, Solar Ash is pink. This is blue. This yeah. is dark blue. <laughs> this is Snow, God. It's like Vikings, Solar. Yeah, Solar Ash Northern, is like I have rollerblades. This is I'm freezing. It's different. Yeah, different vibe. But in a game I played at Judges Week, and I was like, "This is cool. This is gonna have a fun road to launch." And so it's a bummer when it just boom, it's out. Well, um, and, and it was boom. it was one of these weird things where I felt like it was just in some like pocket dimension or something because multiverse. I've never heard of this game before, and then I go and look it up. It's like, oh yeah, there's been all kinds of coverage of it. Why? I was trying, yeah. I was why trying why to have remember I if I backed this on Kickstarter <laughs> like 800 years ago. The I feel lab- like you've backed so many more things and forgotten about it. Oh my god! Than like I, I, have backed. I backed that Amori game, which was also in the indie oh, thing, yeah. and I've never played it. <laughs> I don't know. Amori's got a wild trailer. Somebody pointed that. Out. That's oh, that original trailer is crazy. That's a fun one. The song from it is so good. The live-action Mega Man movie announced in 2018 is coming to Netflix. Picking it up. Ugh. Not only original Netflix stuff, but the stuff that people are going to leave behind. Live-action Mega Ooh. Man, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Might as well try it. Yeah. I mean, yo, we got Sonic. We got Netflix? Witcher. Like, Witcher's cool. 
Just, dude, you like, never know. Robot a, masters and Wiley. And, such like, a great experience. Do you imagine with, like uh, Cowboy Bebop? They just had to do it with Mega Man too. Yeah. Dude, imagine like sick robot practical effects. Like it's not gonna be like that though. One can hope. Bro. Yeah, I'm just but trying it, to hope. You're trying to hope, but I know what it's gonna be like, and it's not gonna be good. <laughs> Embracer Group bought French board game publisher Asmodee for 3.1 bill. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. a lot. Yeah. Embracer Group, dude. Board games. Organization 13. Shout out. Uh, that it will be their, quote, ninth operating group. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what they define as an operating group. Uh, 30, 37th or 38th acquisition of the year. And they said they're going to do as many of those next year. Uh, going for those board games, though, which again, I normally was like board games. We're bringing video game podcasts. Three point one billion dollars. It's nothing for Embracer Group. It's pocket change. According to a recent interview, Keanu Reeves has one never played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and two <laughs> loves that people have tried to mod uh, have sex with him. Yeah, that's funny. Carrie Ann Moss was in the same interview. Not as big of a fan of yeah. that technology. Not as big of a fan of somebody trying to do that. But Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. And finally, Jeff Keighley announced Fortnite a decade ago. Damn. At the Video I Game remember that. Awards on Spike. Hmm. Didn't come out. Announced it. What a decade it has been. Wow. Let's play a game! Ooh. From Next Gen Half. Hey, allies. How well do you know your console icons? A few weeks ago, I saw a love and respect post in the same in the timestamps named "How many console icons can you list?" which inspired me to come up with a game of the same name but with the twist. I will give you a console, and you have to name as many of the menu icons from memory as you can. On the like the literal little yes. like insignias. The they're all called something. If you if you go over all of the icons on a screen on the the menu of each of these consoles, it's called something. It'll take you somewhere. We're doing the top three. I'm Number still one, confused, but we'll on the bottom of the Nintendo Switch main menu, there are seven icons. For what? Nintendo Online. Uh, something. Shop. Use, user. No, Notifications. Shop. shop is third. Notifications. Yeah, news, then shop. Mm-hmm. The eShop. Then it's. Oh, what's next? Shoot. Friends? No. no that's settings. Up on the top. Settings. settings is settings towards is definitely the right. Down Just there. do settings is on the bottom. And the home. I don't think there's a home button. There's like oh, a. Oh, gallery? The sleep mode. The play. Albums. Albums. Yeah. Albums. Albums. Yep, yep. Uh, what are the other ones? There's two others. Yeah, you said power, like sleep oh, or whatever. Yeah, the sleep power mode. button. Sleep yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah. What's the. In between album and system settings. Yeah. So it's the middle one. Is it updates or anything like that? One of your favorite things to do, Bloodworth, controllers. Oh, controller oh. settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number two, the Xbox Series X guide menu's default options have six icons on top and five on the bottom. I've customized these, so there's no way. Which which one is it? This is the Series X. Six icons on top, you got five the, on the bottom. You've got your profile, you've got your friends. Capture on settings. top. Capture settings. Cur- capture and share. This yeah. menu is so confusing. I don't know what the it hell is going on. It's all over the place. I'm like, where'd Forza go last night? Achievements? Like, what happened? Uh, g- Game activity. Sure. So maybe it's in there. On um, the top? Yeah, all these are on the top. Notifications are Did on the bottom. Did we say settings? Yeah. Settings, settings are not on there. there. Profile and system. Profile and system. Yeah, I think settings is top. actually kind of buried. Oh, okay. Parties and chats is in the middle there. Home and people are the first two on the top. Home and people. On the bottom is notifications and four more. The second one is something that Xbox loves a lot. Game, Game pass. pass. There you go. 
Oh, and uh, volume. Audio and music is the last one. I I fiddle with that all the time. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Uh, The middle one is the store, and the fourth one is something that... What's that on my... I can't do the joke. If I don't know the service, Stadia didn't have for a long time. A search bar? Yes. Users? Oh, search. (laughs) Boom. And finally, on the PlayStation 5, when you tap the PlayStation button, 15 icons pop up on the bottom. (laughs) Game base? Those are also... Game base, notifications, downloads... Switcher. Switcher, Friends... Profiles down there, or is it? There's above? definitely a power. 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 There's a home button on that one, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, music, music, yeah, music. What the hell? Because <laughs> you can music. do Spotify or oh, like yeah, devices can, can or something Spotify on there. The controller, controller icon. icon, yeah. There's a sound one. Is mm-hmm. there a sound one? Yeah. yeah. Sound and mic are separate. Sound and mic. Oh, there are two of them. Yeah. There's like an accessibility one, right? Accessibility yeah. accessories. This is a separate one. The blades. Did we do that? That's the like switcher, the right? The switcher in the game base has game that. base. Yeah, mm. game base. We said yeah. yeah. Game broadcast. Oh, all right. And profile and power. Nice. Oh, and VR has got its own thing. Hmm. Weird. Huh. And I think the one I go to more than anyone on this list, other than notifications when we're streaming, and I never get notifications that one of you wants to play with me, um, and because uh, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and downloads, uploads all the time. I love a good multi-download list. Just I'll just yeah. put that up there and stare at it while I work on something else. Same. It is time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. From Rahu and Masal. With the new PS5 plates announced, it reminded me of when my brother and I got a special R2-D2 Xbox 360 oh, yeah, that came with the Kinect oh, yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It even made R2-D2 noises when you turned it on or put in a disc. What have been your favorite custom or special console variations? Other than Alan Wake, obviously. <laughs> Big impact. I mean, I like my Halo one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Halo. It makes uh, a different startup noise also. I'd never. There had have been <laughs> a little honesty here from Jones, okay? I've really tried to be a, a team player, okay? I've really tried to help out with this company. Oh, this Add Spider-Man. game trailers here in Easy Allies. But every now and then, no, Spider-Man's good. It was also funny when I uh, uh, grabbed Arkham City and got a phone call while I was on the way home, and they were like, oh, can you bring that back to the office? And I was like, ooh, I gotta go, sorry. And they were like, oh, okay, I was gonna get some more footage tonight for the review, and I was like, yeah, sorry, going home and playing Arkham City. <laughs> I don't know what, I think this is for Battlefront 2. The Vader? We, we got a Vader PS4. I remember this. That came with a Vader controller. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I even told any of you it arrived. Like, it, oh. I, d- gone. I just, I literally was like, cool, thank you. And I think it was like, we all had PS4s. There wasn't, there wasn't like mm-hmm. an issue of like having it. Right. It's still in my house. It's still happening. Anybody wants it now? Sick. The I Vader PS4 faders on the front and all the, oh, the controllers, all his buttons. I don't have a lot of them because early adopter, but uh, I do have a Halo original Xbox. Oh, Oof, nice! The kind of see-through wow. green one, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a special console. I've like never this. had a special console except the 3DS. You did, yeah. The Wait, you Z- had the Wii U one too, didn't you? No, just the, I had the normal Wii. You yeah. bought a Wii U for you had the Zelda gamepad, right? Because you bought it for Wooden Waker. Pretty sure you did. Do you know I trust him? I think way so. more than I trust you. I think you, you. do. Because I remember I was pissed <laughs> uh-huh. twice. I know for a fact I have. Because you'd be getting all the Zelda, Zelda shit, and I've yeah. never had them. Yeah. Dude, I might actually have them. Yeah, uh, I think you do. My, oh my god. My wife has a, a Famicom themed uh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, oh awesome! Really cool, cool colors. Yeah. yeah uh, they made some. I and, wound up with our like 
Smash Bros themed 3DS 3DS that I think yeah. I've used like nice. three times. That's nice. funny. There's a uh, but in terms of like all time thing, one thing that popped in my head, the it and it's it's kind of hideous, but it's still funny. The Pikachu N64. Oh man, oh, the big old plastic Pikachu on yeah. the side of it. Yeah, it's funny. That. From Dustin McNabb, a few weeks ago you were talking about Arcane on Netflix, and a week before that, and a week before that, and I got the impression that some people dismissed the show at first because they had a bad experience playing League of Legends. I used to play League and quit for similar reasons, but I've been playing Riot's Legends of Runeterra since its beta, and I love it. It's a great strategy card game, extremely free-to-play friendly, doesn't have any of the toxicity League is known for. Could it be that some people haven't given the card game a chance because they had a bad experience with League? What do you think Riot can do to overcome this perception as they branch out in other genres and mediums? I mean, they are doing it. it. They are doing it. Yeah, they already did it with Arcane and that Rune King game. Did they overcome yeah. the perception that 100%. mean There's people play game their that game? Came out alongside of those too, right? Oh, that ma- it's basically mean the people? basically the this toxicity that League of Legends permeates their number one game. That's just a that's just a MOBA thing, I think. Yeah. I think they're on their way MOBA. though. Like, yeah, like definitely Arcane is a whole other. Like, yeah. I I turned on Arcane without knowing it was a League of Legends thing because I saw mm. a poster while driving and I was like, those chicks look cool, and so like. Yeah, it's happening. There's no player engagement. So, like, if if they make any of these, and I mean, Riot's making a lot of different crazy games. One of them's, you know, the Rune King's on my Mm -hmm. uh, desktop right now. I'm going to jump into it over the holidays. But uh, um, uh, do you think that's an issue holding them back, and is that something they're addressing, or is that, like, one of the biggest battles? I don't think it's holding them back. I don't either. No. No. League of Legends is still huge. Yeah. Yeah. I do Huge. feel like there's definitely like what they're saying. There's like a there's your you're in or you're out kind of a mentality with it, um, to where like as soon as somebody finds like oh that's the League of Legends thing, it's like okay, you well, know I'm, I'm out. But I'm hard out for League, but I'm 100 percent in for Arcane yeah. and the Rune King. I'm very intrigued by because I love Battle Chasers Night War. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So just like changing up the genre is you know I think it can exist within League and yeah. And they got like TFT and all that stuff. They have like a ton of games and they're fighting game coming out. It's like they're already doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of their trailers too have been just this kind of weird thing where like you can enjoy this trailer mm-hmm. yeah. and feel no connection or attachment to League of Legends. But yeah. hey, that was a cool trailer. I will yeah, I will say, uh I actually have like read blogs and followed some of the people at Riot specifically in charge of advertising all of this stuff. And like they're doing such a good job. It's they're like they're, really they have such a uh, such a great perspective on understanding. Like we know people hate this genre, or we know people yeah. are gonna think this when we announce it, and so we want to get way out ahead of mm-hmm. that. And they had so many across all of these other you know mm-hmm. games that they've announced. So my impression of Riot's changed a lot in the last couple of years. It's a very it's a complicated company. Yeah, they got an MMO coming. Yeah, they got. A, oh. Why can't I think of the FPS right now? It's lost my brain. Came out Valorant. Recently. Valorant. Valorant. Yep, they got a, oh, yeah. they got a ton of stuff. A ton. Something told me Valorant wasn't them. It's like Valorant. Valorant? It's like yeah, they're kind of laughing Val- at me it's if them. I say that. Or is that in the League universe as well? I don't think so. I oh, think God. Valorant might be outside the universe, got but it. like Could, all the other. Who ones the hell knows? Who connects? You, you make a damn portal in one of the games yeah. and the alternate universe. Honestly, it's all it takes. Yeah. From Nick Gothic, your favorite music album, or one of your favorites, has now been adapted into a video game. 
It can be down to the minute details of entailing the music artist into your game or translating the imagery of the album artwork or just translating the general vibe and tone of it. What does it look like? Personally, I always liked fantasizing about King Crimson albums as a series of really eccentric hack-and-slash action games, kind of like Devil May Cry dealt with themes of monarchy and impending modernism. Mm. Or I imagine the early Yes albums like Chrono Trigger-style SNES RPGs. (laughs) Wow. What about you? Love and respect. I actually discovered one of my favorite artists through a video game, Hohokam. It's basically like mm. a mus- music game. You like fly around and do little puzzles to the music. And like Tycho is in that game, heavily mm. featured. So it's kind of like the opposite, the inverse oh, wow. of like, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm like so busy with like movies and video games that like music has always been way lower on my list. So I'm sure. not like, I'm never like super invested in music De- definitely albums like in the 21st century you know it's like if a track is good mm-hmm. off of an album but the knowledge that that album came out um that being said i do love yellow submarine and like a sergeant pepper's just dude game yeah. a sergeant pepper's game there that makes go. no sense at there all you, you know where you're just flying around Pepperland yeah. in the submarine like what in just abbey like, road <laughs> beat them up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just on the street it's just, <laughs> just on that block it's like the f-zero track you got a cars come by you gotta jump out of the way Oh my god! And they because like there are so many when you make music, there are so many companies that market like the Abbey Road reverb, like the yeah. Abbey Road thing, like that we've wow. emulated the Abbey Road sound or whatever. But like it'd be really funny if all the punch sound effects have like they're processed with all the Abbey Road like yeah. effects and stuff. Like the reverb is the Al- Abbey Road reverb. Yes, that'd be funny. It's like it's Nick, you're so creative, and I love this. But like you know, Fortnite's doing this in like a year. You know, like this is the oh thing god. we're gonna look back on this question and be like, ah. Yeah, that was the Chrono Trigger crossover with Yes in Fortnite. That went well. That was really good. <laughs> I played that. That was fun. Jeez. We got to figure out who's going to wrap up this podcast. And so right. to do that, we have to play Or Wars. <clears throat> Join us. Leave your fields to flower. Join us. Leave your cheese to sour. Join us. Come and waste an hour or two. Dooly do journey, journey to a spotic, sighting, mystic and exotic, journey through our wars. Or, or wars. wars. I forgot. It's been so long. Who's going first? Uh, Blood's go. going first. Oh yeah, I got. I okay. Got this Blood's, going first. Blood's going first. How's it done again? Yeah, Blood's first. GameStop stock or Ubisoft NFTs? Oh, GameStop stock. Why? Um. Because even though it should have completely crashed by now, it is just yeah. continuing to get people Real going value. in on that meme stock. It just keeps happening. And and Ubisoft had to pull their trailer because it was so disliked. The the NFTs themselves they can't be too far behind. All right. Who's next? Mike is. The Flash or Quicksilver? Uh... The Flash, the Flash, you know, love the Flash. Uh, It's it's anytime you can have a character that makes you question Superman's abilities, you know, that's that is saying something that deserves respect. Who's next? I'll follow that. Slayer, capture the flag. 
Ooh. The oh, Band easy. Slayer? No. This is <laughs> the mode? I mean, for me, it's Capture the Flag because I can feel like I can yes. contribute more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's go. so funny Teamwork. how you have those moments in Capture the Flag where it just feels like nobody's here. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. the flag, yeah. take it back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, is there's a strange comfort in having someone running at you shooting at you. It's like it's like the quiet moments is when I really get scared in like any multiplayer game. It's like nothing's happened in this hallway for five seconds. It's coming. And finally, Brad. Yep. The night before Christmas or a visit from St. Nicholas? I, I don't even know what a night before Christmas because I don't even know what a visit from St. Nicholas is. It's the real name of the poem. The, they're just the oh, names for, for the real. Yeah, uh, yeah night before Christmas. A little more unique, I guess. I mean, you got like a skeleton dressed up as Santa. That's pretty cool. Not no, the not nightmare, nightmare before Christmas. Oh, eight. the night before they're Christmas. They're the same. Oh, poem. They're just uh, you got a skeleton dressed up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a I just like the first call. line. A night before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. yeah. I like Good the first one. line. Great yeah. line. Right. Ten out of ten line. Is the first line is the same? Same. It. Never mind. Uh, I don't know the. I don't know my Christmas lore. Yeah, I mean, I don't really study up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you're not my teammate anymore, so I don't feel too bad about this. But, Blood, I really liked your... your uh, had to get NFTs in this podcast somehow. I really liked your evaluation of GameStop stock. I've determined that you <laughs> will finish up this podcast. I but would like someone... After Huber talks, obviously. I would like... You know, I need to do it. I need to go through I need to see how many podcasts you have opened up the conversation with NFTs in the year of 2021. All of them. Like, every single one? Do we think it's yeah. every single one? He's a big Has fan. Jones not mentioned NFTs? He, like he likes to talk about, about yeah. him. He's always talking about yeah. it. I think it's Are relevant. Are you secretly yeah. a crypto bro, Jones? And you're just trying to get us to do drink you the have? Yeah. Do you have Twelve crypto? months. This will be the Easy Allies NFT podcast, and I just <laughs> I just want to prepare everybody for that because it's just it's not my call. It's just where <laughs> this <laughs> industry's going. Put your finger on the pulse. I'm reading the white writing on the wall. I grease some palms. At the Game Awards. What was everybody talking about? Not NFTs. Okay. <laughs> Make your own currency, Jones. Let me tell you about <laughs> Patreon.com. It's like, yeah, the Jones Easy Cole. Allies currency. That, <laughs> stay tuned. That might happen. Never know. Talk about Shadow Drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's Street <laughs> <Thursday> night. <laughs> Pay up. Speaking of, Pay let me up. tell you about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Patreon uh, primarily runs this entire crazy operation. This is not only just a podcast. This is, uh, we do lots of streams. We do tons of other shows. Uh, and a lot of that stuff you can be engaged in directly uh, at specific tiers on our Patreon. You can get rewards for that stuff uh, based on your involvement. Uh, almost a lot of people that are on this podcast tonight are just about to go on vacation. You should see the block on our calendar that is just like all of them are out. All of them are gone. Uh, and so I want to say a particular thank you to all of our patrons, to everybody that supported Easy Allies in the year of 2021 that enables us to take even just a week or a little bit more than a week off uh, to refresh our batteries and come back and give you the best gosh darn 2022 that we can bring, even though a lot of other people are probably going to make it hard. For you and for all of us, we are here to talk about gaming news, at least on this podcast. Our tip-top tier on patreon.com slash easyallies is our shout-out tier. And I want to shout-out right now those wonderful people at that tier. Thank you so much for your support. Shout-out to Caleb Togi Crawford, Christian Semniak, L. Fennis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Nick. Shout out. Shout out. Blood, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Uh, yeah, so I'd like uh, people to go check out, in case you missed it, uh, this week's uh, stream team uh, was a lost portion of a Don's Design Lab. 
Mm. He was partway through shooting this when COVID hit and wasn't able to wrap it up and the pieces didn't make sense to try to go back to. And a certain someone looked way different. <laughs> so sure. it would be kind of weird. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that it makes out. it hard too, yeah. Which he brought up. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> makes it very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- yeah, anytime people are like, why don't you make that public? Well, that could be weird. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, if you go to youtube.com slash he's the allies plays, uh, you can see them put together Damiani's level. So Isla, you made one from scratch, and then we went to Don's. Yeah, so what we did was we looked at the, the – Don had the original map that Damiani had drawn, the, like, plan, the level plan design. And then I, with a little bit of input from them, designed what I thought that level was based on just the map. And they, like – Gave me a little context here and there when it made no sense. And then we compared it to the level that Don had actually spent like weeks and months making. So I made in an hour and a half a level that's a version of that map, and then we saw the real deal. It was really fun. It was really great. A chaotic energy when I stepped into that room, for sure. Yeah. It was bonkers, yeah. Uh, for final word, I guess uh, Ubisoft, respect the goggles and respect your employees. <laughs> We'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. Can't wait to hear those boot up. Yeah.